0: if you are wondering yes that did happen you might be high you might not be high but you in fact heard me do that Sometimes, you get these flashes of brilliance, and you're like, this is going to be so amazing. And then you do it, and you realize, yes, yes, in fact, it is completely and totally amazing. You nailed it. There's nothing even to ask. (laughs) So, that was one of those ideas I came up with, because, obviously, I'm always humming things in my head, and I want to use certain music, but I definitely can't, because if this podcast ever gets popular they're going to sue the mess out of me hopefully when it gets popular though i have the ability to license what i want to license so i can actually go out there and get the proper channels in order and play these musics because everything's a soundtrack as we all know our lives are a soundtrack there's just music resonates with us if we're being honest probably back to our very earliest of days, and that's not if we're being honest, that's just the very earliest of days music has always resonated with us, and until it is banned and outlawed, it always will. And even when it is banned and outlawed, they're just going to find ways to dance in secret and make music in secret, like popular 80s and 90s films about the same such thing. But anyway, here we are, yet again, another episode of the Is Told by Reese podcast, I am your host, Reese. I'm very glad you have decided to spend some time with me, all five of you. And actually, it might be two of you, because some of you heard that intro and said, yeah, I'm out. So I wonder what would happen if that's the very first episode someone's listened to. Like, that's the very first introduction to me, is whatever that was I did at the beginning. You think they would be out automatically? Or would they be like, hmm, you know what? Let me, let me give it a listen. Let me give it a listen. He might have sold me. And at this point, I might lose you, because guess what we're going to do? We're going to go through some archives. Now, just for historian's sake, historical accuracy, and for the time capsule when it comes. Today is January 1st, 2021. It's just a day. Or maybe not. Whatever. It's whatever you feel, right? But what makes this a special day is it is the first day of it's the first episode of my podcast in 2021 for my first 2021 podcast, whatever. I don't know. I don't care. Right. So (laughs) it's always funny to me with this podcast because I have an idea and direction to take things. And then some sort of other inspiration or something else hits me, and I take it a completely different direction. And this is going to be one of those podcasts right there. At one point, I was going to talk about the elements, like the actual elements, the periodic table, and how crazy that is when you think about it. Or the school system, and how it failed us, but not in the way we think. Or even another crazy drunk story, because I have a couple more of them. I have a couple more of them. Nope, nope, nope. I have decided to go a different direction completely because sometimes life finds a way that doesn't really fit here. It doesn't fit at all. It's it's a red herring. (laughs) What I mean is space on all of my mediums and storage drives are also always very limited. From my computers that I have to my phone, I'm always limited with space. It's just because of all the projects that I have. So... I was clearing out some projects, sending some finals to people so they can get it on theirs and I can take it off mine, etc., etc. But there was this massive file that I had to send to one of my best friends about some pictures that I did for them, etc., etc. It was a massive file. We're talking so many gigs. And my drive was like, this is too many. You have to delete stuff, right? But I couldn't delete their pictures because they didn't pay for them, but it's their pictures, I want them to have them all, and I had to go through things, and delete, and eliminate, and divest things, get rid of them, cull them, so to speak, and it took me down to a time where, kind of the beginning of this, when I first, first started to decide that I wanted to do something else than what I was doing, that I wanted something else to get me through this semi-charm kind of life so it was very intriguing reading back what i wrote back then and it's just so interesting to see what i wrote then remember the headspace i was in then and note the difference now note the difference i don't know if i could even call it growth i can just call it change but i can tell you what Sometimes it's like, ooh, who is this person writing? They're really impressive writing. And then sometimes i like, "Oh, They're too idealistic. Oh, They're too cringeworthy. It's just it's so many different emotions that I feel when I'm reading back my very own stuff. It's really funny. But it's also very interesting in an anthropological sense because it was kind of the birth of me as a creator. Or the rebirth, because I've always been a creator. I think. It's always been in me. Just like when we do have gifts they've actually a lot of times they've actually been in us in some way shape or form even if not the talent the gift of it the and I, by gift i mean the passion for it or the not even the passion for it just hey when you find it you find it and very early on i could tell i found it now whether any of it comes to fruition or not is up to fate chance the gods the one god the universe the omniverse, the multiverse, the negaverse whatever you want to say. But there's something there, is what I'm saying. At least, I noticed something there in that person. <laughs> in that person who was writing. Ah, oh, what a young, fresh, idealistic person. But also, kind of realistic. So, I thought, before I finally do delete these files and get them off of my storage forever... Why not immortalize them in sound, in audio, via podcast? Why not read out loud some of the things that I wrote back then? So you can really, really, really get a sense of who that was. And maybe, just maybe, get a sense of where I'm going. Alright, let's get started. Okay, this is about five, six years ago. Maybe up to seven at this point. Um... Just going through some emotions. This first one's called Morning Person. Here's the catch. Morning is M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. As in sad. So, yeah. that's. Let's just go. Morning Person. I'm not a morning person. With just to know. At least not when I have to work. When I wake up, it's sort of like a mix of the T-1000 being dropped in lava. And what the extinction of the dinosaurs must have looked like. I'm making noises. I'm disoriented. I bump into things. It's not a very pretty sight. Sometimes, I can't even get up. I just lie there, frightened about the day ahead of me. I usually don't wake up until shower time. That doesn't always actually work, though. Sometimes, I wake up somewhere between my employees complaining to me and my boss yelling at me. I try not to have too much caffeine in my system, as a rule, It's awesome. It makes me feel limitless. I get reports done. I have great ideas. I could use them now, actually. But the crash? Oh, the crash. It's like someone hit the pause button. I'm going in slow motion with everyone else running around at normal speeds. So yeah, I'm not a morning person. I don't have an answer for it. I think my body is just sad that it has to get out of bed. And that's where the morning came in at. That's it. So some background to this one, specifically, this was when I started becoming a heavy coffee drinker, Um, and honestly, caffeine helped me get through probably the last year and a half to two years of my job, because for a long time, I hated, hated, hated that job, and I still do to this day, like that job, I hate the most, and I've had some pretty crappy jobs since. But that was really the tipping point for me for that job. Well, no, the tipping point came later, but that job made me realize that even if I go stay in corporate life, corporate America, et cetera, et cetera, I'm always going to be chasing something, even when I'm working. I'm always going to have the side hustle, quote, unquote. I'm always going to be chasing something because that definitely ain't it. And that's what I felt a lot of times. That morning anxiety, like, I can't believe I have to do this all over again. This soul-sucking, life-dragging, hateful, hateful place that I have to belong to. I just did not like it. And I realize now, it's the job di- was terrible, but all jobs are terrible. It's just, I am definitely not, I was definitely not a fit for that job. Because like I said, I've had jobs since but none of them have been as bad as that. That was, objectively to me, the worst job I had. Subjectively. It's, it's me. I can say that. Anyway, on to the next one. It's funny I talked about coffee so much just now because you're for a treat. This next one is my letter to coffee. Dear coffee, you magical elixir. Who created you? Were you made by the gods? The coffee elves from Middle Earth? You are my most favorite of the adult beverages. I need you. I need you now. I need you ice with caramel, extra cream, extra, extra sugar. Yes, I know you were barely coffee at that point, but it still counts. Caffeine just doesn't taste right without you. You wake me up. You get me out of bed. You give me a reason to live. My friends and family? They're nice people and all, but no. They're not enough. My girlfriend? Silly. I don't have one of those. Haven't had a girlfriend since. Anyway, moving on. I don't say this very often, but coffee, I love you. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. I love you so much. More than orange juice? No, I don't love you more than orange juice. You know why. You both are special to me. Let's just leave it at that more than cereal never how dare you even ask leave now before i throw you out you don't need me you say i don't need you i never want to see you again wait 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 i'm sorry i didn't mean that i do love you and i need you it's morning and i'm old and i just can't get up without you let's never fight again come here and give me a kiss just kidding now i drink you love me You know what's funny? I don't actually feel the same way about coffee now as I did then. Of course, I didn't even feel about coffee then, the way I said it in the letter. That's just being a great writer. And I do think that guy is a great writer. I don't know if I'm the writer that guy is, but I I do like the way that guy writes. He should be going places. Or so I thought. Or so I thought. Look, could you see now why I thought, hey, I have a gift for this thing called creating and writing and thoughts and everything funny thing about that is i had a blog i had a blog back when blogs were a thing (laughs) before like everybody had a blog just like i have a podcast but now everybody has a podcast but i had a blog right before it reached saturation point but it never took off but a lot of my writing would be for an audience that would read a blog like hey I can relate, but this is funny, clever, relatable, like I said it just a moment ago, and quick. Just, I can read it, I can be part of the story, and I can go on. Hopefully, some of those tenants have transferred over to the rest of my creative work, but especially my podcast, but funny enough, I did start a YouTube channel based off of, uh, not start a YouTube channel based off of coffee, it was based off of comedy skits, but it evolved into a basically iced coffee taste testing channel. Yeah, weird how that happened. It's one time, and then it's like, okay, well, I guess this is my lane. But I don't have that many subscribers anyway, so I could always change lanes. I could always. I'm not, though. Or am I? But anyway, speaking of blogs, and speaking of jobs, and speaking of coffee, here's the next one. Okay, so this next one is titled, It May Be Time, and just listen, you'll see why. So this is day one, or is it day 60? I'm not sure yet, but it's definitely one or the other, probably, maybe. Well, what if I tell you about it and you decide? So, I'm quitting my job. There, I said it. I am quitting. That wasn't so hard. Well, actually, that was. Why? Well, I've worked at the same job for the past eight years. It's the first real job I had out of college. It was only to be temporary before I moved on to bigger and better things. I started moving up in the ranks. My titles kept increasing. My pay kept increasing, albeit not as fast as the titles. I found myself in that gray area of no man's land. Not satisfied with the work I do, but not quite miserable enough to change careers and effective enough to keep moving up starting since year three i've always had a plan to get to the next position polish the resume to see what's out there and go forth it always stalls between getting to that next level and polishing the resume before i knew it i worked all the way up to middle management but you should come to read about that you want the juicy stuff i could rant and rave about how my job is terrible Everyone is incompetent. The people are evil and corrupt. ETC. But that would be painting an organization with an unfair and very broad brush. Not unfair, not very broad. It's actually the truth. That's my little input. Sure, there are people I'd rather never deal with again. Sure, you wish some of the decision makers would see things differently. But that's at every organization. Every organization is terrible. I will only tell you about my interaction with the job. I'm unhappy with my job. I have been for a very long time. Overworked, underpaid, it's time to leave. Actually, it's been time to leave for a while. I just never knew how quite to do it. I've been doing my job for so long, I can't imagine what else I will want to do. Sure, there are other jobs I could pay the bills, but I want to do work that makes me happy. Why? Well, this is why. I have to convince myself to come to work every day. I talk myself into it. During the car ride. Before I enter the building. During the lunch break I never get. And I never did. All the time. Every day. I've been this close to just walking away in the middle of the day. I often look out of the window and daydream about what freedom would taste like. To be sure, I'm way too responsible to ever do that. While I'm certainly replaceable... There are people who count on me on a daily basis. I wouldn't just leave out of the blue. So what do I do, dear reader? I have decided to quit. I'm going to be quitting my job in 60 days. Why? Because it's a nice round countdown number, and it will be spring by that time. It has a poetry to it, new beginnings and such. During this time, I'm going to be blogging my experience about it every day, taking you on this journey with me. Here's the thing. This blog will go unpublished until I'm actually done with the job. I don't want someone stumbling upon this, and I end up getting fired before I have the chance to quit. So, to recap, my time and my current job is coming to an end, soon. I have a goal and a plan to reach it. I am excited for what new possibilities lay ahead, but I am also frightened out of my mind about the unknown. I plan to take some huge risks coming up, which I will go into detail about in the future. And I'll publish this as I'm done with the job. So day one or day 60? I like a good countdown. So day 60. Wow. That was so effortful <laughs> to read and not clear my throat or try to catch a big breath. Like, <gasps> that was so effortful. <laughs> I hope someone out there appreciates this because I'm like, uh, I'm here. at Not quite seven in the morning. Making this podcast. Waking up people that don't want to be woken up. Having a good time, though. Having a really good time. But, man. Yeah, so that was my headspace. That place actually did turn out to be a really bad place. Um, And I know this. It wasn't just for me. But I know that just because that's how work is for a lot of people. But also that place specifically because a lot of other people who have left that place in good standing hate that place as well. Hate that place to their core, and I've been to organizations that weren't as well run. as that place, but that place took a lot of my youth away from me. <laughs> took a lot of my youth away from me. I, I should have well. Everything's a lesson or or whatever it is. So instead of going on and on and on about how much I hate that job, I'm gonna go to the next entry. This one is titled "Falling Down," from that I, I got the title from that really really interesting movie. I believe this stars Michael Douglas. If you ever get a chance to watch it, it's it's very interesting. It's about how guys a really bad day and it just spirals from there. So I thought that was interesting. So "Falling Down," aka Day Fifty Nine. In our last episode, our intrepid hero made a decision that would change the fate of the world, or he decided to quit his job. Close enough, right? So why have I decided to quit my job? Well, I could say that I'm overworked, underpaid, underappreciated, overlooked. I could string together a bunch of reasons why, give rich, detailed examples of those claims, and exclaim that is why I'm leaving. While all of that is true, the same can be said for most people. I could also say the work I do is not fulfilling. I want to save the world. Or at least change it. I want to make a difference, so what am I doing? The fact is, anyone can change the world. If you can't do it on a large scale, you can do so one person at a time. Being nice to somebody, encouraging someone else, volunteering locally, and speaking up about a serious issue. These are all things one can do in or out of work. So, if everyone is the same boat I'm in, and I can find things for my life, why am I so unhappy? Well, that's it. I'm unhappy. I'm soul-crushingly, painfully not happy with my current employment. That needs to change. Also, I have to find meaning for my work. Right now, a little about me. I have no wife, no kids, no life responsibilities but myself. My longest-standing relationship is with Gracie, my 2005 Maxima, which has since been destroyed. I've been to a handful of places around the country, even fewer places around the world. I don't own a house, don't have many bills. The largest debt I have is a student loan, which will be with me forever. I have a handful of real-life friends who are busy with grown-up stuff. I also love cereal. I'm half creative, half logical, all neurotic, which, if you know me, is very true. I worry about everything. I worry about anything. It's just my default setting. And work is the single largest source of my stress. I want to change that. Oh boy, did it ever. (laughs) I've been navigating between being uncomfortable at work and being miserable at work. I currently put in 60 plus hours a week at a job where many of my predecessors have exhausted themselves giving their all to the job. And now I'm quickly joining that group. While my job isn't mind-intensive, It drains your time and energy. There are a lot of pressures, both external and internal. A reward for a job well done is the paycheck. I'm in charge. That means when things go wrong, it's my fault. It's my problem, and I have to fix it. I'm usually juggling projects, reports, and schedules trying to make things work. Long story short, I don't like my job. It's a wonderful organization. No, it's not. With some great people that work there some, but my time has run out of there I have to go, I'm no longer a fit, when did I realize that? well, it's always been in the back of my mind somewhere that I should go, but it really crystallized for me one day it was a Monday, in the middle of the day my number two called me to inform me that they wouldn't be at work, this is after not having been there all last week, there were issues piling up This is on top of being short-staffed anyway due to employees jumping ships to other departments. My boss couldn't seem to understand why I could possibly not turn in my reports that day, and my employees decided to play helpless all day. Now something about me, I have a good poker face. I can usually pretend things don't bother me, but that day, my face said it all. Even better, although everyone saw things were bothering me, no one seemed to care. I give my all to this job, I work as hard as possible, I sacrifice a lot, and the question I just couldn't answer at that moment is why. Why come home late and miserable every night? Why take work stress home with you? When I started my career, I decided to do A, enjoy what I do, or B, make a lot of money doing it, or C, both, ha! The answer to this current job is D, none of the above not happy and I don't make a lot of money double whammy so simply put it's time to go now dear reader you have the what why and when the how well that's a story for another day which in fact will be a story in and of itself for another day because I never made the full 60 days I never made it the two months uh because things happened in the meantime That made me decide I need to leave now and So I never got the full 60-day experience. It was Probably half that because again something happened where it accelerated everything and made me like oh, okay, so this is Yeah, I can't be here anymore, but yeah as you can see the theme is I was very very unhappy with my job now wonderlust but I'm not the type to complain to people about the job, so I just kind of, you know, stuck in there, kept a smile on my face, kept my head down, started working, kept the poker face on. Because, as someone in charge, as someone who considered themselves a leader, I always had to put on the best and bravest face for the people, because they would always be, my hair is on fire. So I'm like, okay, I have to put it out. But, I did not have anyone in my corner when I needed to be. And it was so stressful. And it was causing me a lot of issues, health-wise. And just mental health, physical health. I think that job made me gain the most weight ever. Most weight ever. And I still haven't been able to just... it's I've gotten over a lot of the issues I have with that job, but I still hate the place. I still hate the place. There's still some people that, if I saw to this day, it would be on site, specifically two people, specifically two people. But we move on. And we move on to the phase where I was really like, this must, there's a reason for this suffering. There must be a way why this job, which was only mildly uncomfortable to medium discomfort to unbearable like there must have been a reason for the change for the degradation for the gradual shift in work so i thought oh this is the universe or something telling me to chase my dreams and i wrote about it here we go as children Our dreams are only as limited as our vast imagination can allow. In our little minds, the possibilities are as endless as the universe. Aliens exist, magic is real, and we have the potential to be anything we want. Our friends are imaginary. Adventure and danger are right around the corner. We tie towels around our necks and become superheroes. The world is full of unknown. Our dreams are unlimited. However, as we grow older, the narrative changes. Imagination gives way to the crushing bro of reality. You aren't unique. You aren't different. At least not in a good way. Success is for the privileged. Achievement for the talented. Your parents have told you that you're special, but at some point you find out that you aren't. You didn't get picked as a lead in the play. You got cut from the basketball team in high school. You didn't get accepted into your college of your dreams. Passed up for that job promotion for someone more qualified. Or less qualified. Over time, possibilities become impossibilities. Hope gives way to fear, and the lights that once shone so brightly fade into nothingness. And then one day, the only time you dream is when you're asleep. Even then, you sometimes dream about work. Scary. Why does this happen? At what point does life decide to temper our expectations? When do we decide there is nothing more to life than this? No matter if you dream big or small, we all have dreams. For some, it's to get married and start a big family. For others, it's to change the world. For many, their dreams lie somewhere in between. But we are so conditioned to not follow our dreams that it feels like we're trapped. But are we really? I say no. Well, yes, actually. We are trapped by our own inability to follow our dreams. Why, you ask? Failure and the fear of it. We fear if we go for our dreams and fail that it will lessen us. We are worried it would never work out, even if we tried. Others have tried, and they have failed. Truth is, not trying is safe. It's comfortable. But imagine where the world would be without failure. Because man dreamed he could fly, he did. It took many failures, But instead of letting the dream die, there were improvements, modifications, but more importantly, many more failures. And that's just one example. That famous actor? Did you know who was turned down for that part in that movie? That multi-platinum singer? She was told by her music teacher she'd never make it. That professional ball player? Cut from the team. Me? I'll never lose that weight. And finally, you. You told someone to dream of yours, and you were told to aim lower. And you bought it. But I'm here to tell you a secret. That's bull. A buddy and I had an idea years ago for a website that we knew was gold. Everyone we talked to about it was very positive and supportive. They believed in it. We finally mustered enough courage to talk to someone who could fund our project, and we were asked some very difficult questions about it. We were told that it might not work. We were so deflated that we gave up. Our idea would never work. We aren't talented enough to pull it off. Years later, someone pulled that idea off. It was flawed, but it was out there. And they made millions. And we made nothing because we didn't believe in ourselves enough. We lied to ourselves, just like you have been lied to. You are special. You are unique. Your possibilities are endless. We are not given dreams to escape reality. We are given dreams to chase the dreams. And guess what? It's okay to fail. Everyone does it. All the cool kids are doing it. And don't you want to be part of the in crowd? Keep failing. That's how you know you are getting closer to your dream. It's a law of averages. At some point, I guarantee there will be some door that will open if you keep knocking on them. Nobody likes failure, but you have to embrace it. If you do that, at some point, you will fly. But what do I know? I'm some random guy typing away at his computer. Continue to not follow your heart. Keep telling yourself that your special desire, whether grand or small, is impossible. Keep lying to yourself. Keep saying, it was only a dream. That guy's good. I want him to be my life counselor. He's just, oh, he's so motivational and so inspirational. Here's the thing about that guy. He failed. He failed miserably. And he failed often. And actually, to this very day, he keeps failing. (laughs) Strangely enough, though, he keeps trying. And he has kept trying ever since. I don't know. I don't know what that says about him but it says something it says something but what I will say about that guy is that he also faced burnout he faces constant burnout he faces constant am I going to make it what is making it should anybody listen to this should anybody buy this should anybody take me seriously etc etc and he talks about this very thing right now I give up Chasing my dreams is too hard. It takes too much work, too much energy, and too much time. I'd rather not do that. I'd rather keep going through my same routine day after day. It's easier. It's safer. Because if I never chase my dream, I'll never fail. Sure, I'll always wonder what could have been, but the sideline of life feels so much more comfortable. It's warm. I mean, sure, it's this tiny voice in my head that keeps telling me to go for it and sure i have family and friends who believe in me and sure there's always a chance that maybe just maybe my dreams are crazy enough to work but 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 mm, i got nothing okay i guess i'll give it a shot but if it fails don't say i didn't warn me now funny thing about all this this is really the genesis of me as a creator from that space, I was able to launch a lot of other things, like short stories, scripts, songs that are played over the globe. Not very many times, but played in different countries, which is pretty cool. And it got me somewhere. And it also answered the question, does it feel better that I have tried than not tried? Answers answer yes. <laughs> now... I wish I could say I tried and succeeded. That's not my story yet. But it still could be. But at least I'm not saying I could have. At least at a certain point in life. Now, from an earlier standpoint, yeah, I feel like I could have and wish I did. But I can say at least I'm going after it now. I'm trying to be in the spaces that I want to be in. And I don't know how long or short my life will be. So... Why not spend the rest of it going after what I really want? Because I might get it. Might not, but I might. And it feels a lot better thinking that I might than knowing that I never will, because I never tried. But that's not what this podcast episode is about. It's just me reading back a few things... From here, I guess it's like a timeline, a review of some sorts. Like a, not a year in review, not a, a half decade in review. or The portrait of the artist as a growing young slash old man. Something. Something really deep and introspective. It's like, oh, okay. That is possibly my origin story. We might have just seen it. <laughs> or maybe I'm not that person anymore. That person seems a bit more idealistic, even though he was much more frustrated with his daily life than I am, even though I have my own frustrations now. But yeah, we have certainly reached the end of this episode, and I think this was a good one. I think this was a good one. I hope you think it's a good one as well. I still have a few different episodes soon, coming soon, that I'm excited about. I think you should be too. Uh, especially episode 30. It's going to be really, really nice. Really, really dope, as the kids say. No kids say that ever. Not even my kids, which don't exist still. So don't have the kids. But this is where I will wrap it up here. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you ever want to leave any feedback or just talk to me, name of this podcast at gmail.com or leave a review on any platform that you listen to it on. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, I will say this, I appreciate you listening to me, and may your 2021 be better than your 2020, because, oh boy. But for now, I believe this is your stop, so I'll leave you here, and I'll see you next time. Bye.